Welcome to our community, friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so happy, so happy that you found your way here and that in between all the wants and needs and pings and dings, go in your damn way. You you have done something for you. You know, we hear this all the time. And I believe that as these words become overused, they lose their validity, that you lose their emotional connection to us. But it is so true. Your tribe, man, it is your vibe. What you surround yourself with, the people you surround yourself with, the content you listen to, it matters. And you have chosen to dial in and listen to something to step into your damn power. And I love that. And I love having you here. The shout out this week goes to vulnerability. You know, we make her sound glamorous. We make her sound sexy and cool. But here's the thing. It feels uncomfortable. And you want to hide. And you second guess yourself. I had this exact moment this week as the TEDx talk came out into the world. If you haven't had a chance to dial into it, I I ask you to please listen to these words. You can Google TEDx Megan Miller and it'll come up. It's called Detoxing Off the Drug of Achievement. And it's my hope that these words give you courage, give you language, and give you the kick in the ass you need to get out of your own damn way. as I, as I got the message that the talk was out, and as I sat in the living room and watched it with my family, my most trusted group of advisors, I was so fucking uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. I wanted to run. I wanted to hide. I had this gymnast in my belly. I wanted to throw up. And I had to sit there and I had to really process it for a while. And then it came to me the next morning, God bless, a little silence, a little sleep on it. And I turned to Michael and I said, this is what a vulnerability hangover looks like. I now get it. And here's what I want you to know. The more you put yourself out there, the more that you sit in this uncomfortableness, the more that you share your thoughts instead of running and hiding from them, the more your people can find you. The more your people can find you. So my friend, I ask you, I ask of you to show one act of vulnerability this week. One act. Someone asks you your opinion, give it to them. You uh, feel not ready for the meeting, ask to reschedule it and share why. Your partner asks you what's wrong and instead of doing the typical nothing, share it with them. Share it with them. Here's to vulnerability, man. She can be uncomfortable. She can feel, it can feel uneasy, but that's how your people find you. To any of our new tribe members, speaking of people finding you, I'm so happy you're here. I am so happy you're here. My name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert today that is passionately, vulnerably, mass down, human first, sharing with you these tools, these micro steps that I had to learn myself as I fight to detox off this drug of achievement. Hell, I was so addicted. I still am. I still struggle with it. But I was so addicted 
to the validation from the outside world, to getting you to like me, to achieving that that was my self-worth and I sacrificed myself at all costs for it. It took the joy out of life. It made me go through the motions and it took me seven long years of getting to know the person that I never got to know that I think none of us are ever taught how to know myself. And I realized that these small little acts, these small little micro steps was changing how I read the email, how I showed up at the boardroom table and how I showed up at the dining room table and what a gift that that is. And that's exactly what you and I are doing on this journey is taking our life from existing from one where we can't wait to make it to Friday, from one where we feel that we need a vacation, to one that we actually want to be a part of. And I'm here to tell you, my friend, it's not a unicorn. It does exist. Welcome to putting attention to intention. My friends, my friends, my friends, my friends, my friends. It feels so good to be spending some time with you today. So damn good. Let me set the visual for you. Eight o'clock on this Sunday morning, my man and I, we were going over our calendars. Welcome to married life, my friend. I guess that's what married life looks like. Sitting outside in your robe, 8 a.m. on a Sunday, talking to your man about what commitments you got in the next few months. Isn't it something like the, and I was just talking to a friend about this. And he said to me, he said, hey, Meg, uh, you'd be so proud of me. I booked time with a friend. Did we have to book it two months out? Yes. But man, that's life. That's life. The older you get, the more commitments you have. But I think there's something to be said about putting it in the calendar. My friends will tell you all the time before they leave here. I say to them, let's get another date in the calendar. Because who gives a shit if it's two months, three months, four months out? You got to get it in the calendar. Because if not, it'll never happen. I'm said by someone who's a huge calendar junkie. So we're going over our calendars and we turn to each other and we said, you know what, let's have my parents over today for, for some pool time. Here it is. It's almost July. They live five minutes from us. We haven't been out in the pool together. Talk about life just getting busy. And we did just that. We did just that today. We put down the phones. We put down the chores and we spent time together. Hashtag soul food. And we're outside laughing, having a great time. I turn to my honey and I say to him, hey, what time is it? And he says, six o'clock, six o'clock. Oh, damn. You would have thought that he said midnight. We all scurried like damn mouse hustling. Oh, it is time. We got to go. We got to go. When, when does that happen in your life? When you think to yourself, oh, I don't want to be out too late. I am to the point that I love to go to dinner at five o'clock so I can be home by seven o'clock so I can be getting ready for bed at eight o'clock so I can get a nice night's sleep curled up next to a buck, my little nighttime routine. When does that happen? When does that happen? So I say all that to say uh, I'm recording this to you at 7.15 on a Sunday afternoon or I guess early evening. As soon as you and I are done here, man, I am getting ready for my bedtime routine, which I love, by the way. And there's nowhere else I'd rather be than with you, than with you. I have to tell you, you all have made my heart so full for making this community what it has turned out to be. You know, I think about 
talk about the stuff that we never stop and really celebrate as or self-reflect on our own growth. As I stopped and I really thought about the other morning, what has happened in these past few years, which is why I'm a huge believer, my friend. I don't care if it's on an Excel spreadsheet. I don't care if it's a piece of pen to paper. I don't care where you got to put it, put it in the front of your journal, put it somewhere where you see it uh, on a little vision board. I don't care where it lives. But to write down your wins, if it feels like a win, if you felt like you accomplished something, write it down. And I was looking over my my past journals and these in the front, I always list a win, the wins as they happen through that journal life cycle. And I thought to myself, holy shit, like this, this movement in the past two, almost two years has grown more than my heart could have ever imagined. As I am healing myself and on this journey, having you all with me, knowing that you're not fluffing alone. That to me is the biggest gift that you are you are not the only one that thinks these things, that has these struggles. Going through this journey together, what a gift that you all have given me and this tribe. And uh, I just, I can't, I can't thank you enough. I hope you feel the hugs and love through each of these conversations that we have here in this community. So I had this aha moment that I want to share with you. And I want to have you join me on this journey with this. I was flying to Chicago uh, last week. Oh, my God. I guess it was this week. Does your mind work like mine where everything is five minutes or five years ago? There's nothing, nothing in between. So I guess it was this week. I was flying to Chicago to speak to my friends at CTM, which they it's a corporate uh, travel management company. They manage companies, corporate travel. And uh, I love me. A little silence on the airplane. A short flight, isn't it such a gift? I'm not fluffing paying for the Wi-Fi, American. I am not, no podcast for me. I'm not dialing into the entertainment. I am going to sit my ass there and have a moment with me and my thoughts. And it's amazing what comes to you in the silence. It really is. So I have this whole moment in this hour and a half flight and my mind starts going to a conversation I had with a girlfriend of mine a few months ago, she shared with me that her marriage changed. Her marriage changed drastically when she stopped complaining about her husband. She stopped complaining about her husband and her marriage changed. And as I chewed on that, as I really chewed on that, it got me reflecting on how much I complain in my own life. I feel as if, and I had this whole thought about how When someone asks me how I am, I always got to put a but in there. I'm good, but I'm good, but I'm busy. I'm good, but I, I feel like I just have so much to do. I'm good, but I'm drowning. I'm good, but my back's up against the wall. These metaphors that I don't even think we realize that we are using and how much it impacts us. So during that flight, I thought to myself, I'm going to go on this no complain challenge. Seven days, trying not to complain. Let's see what's on the other end of it. If it completely changed my girlfriend's marriage, what can it do for how I show up in life? And here is what I realized five days into this. I complain more than I ever realized. I ever realized. 
two days later after I make this commitment to myself and I'm at the airport flying back, I catch myself complaining to myself in my mind because people are talking while I'm working. How fucking stupid is that? I'm mad at you for having a conversation because I'm working. I then notice that this whole flight that I'm on has a meltdown, a complete meltdown because we are an hour delayed at the end of the day when all is said and done for some flight maintenance. And I thought to myself, how stupid, stupid is that? What stupid shit to complain about? You're complaining because they want to keep us safe as we head up into the air. I think we should be thankful for that. And then, you know, it's, I just, as I sat there, I thought to myself, what little pebbles, what stupid shit happens to us every day that we start to complain our, to ourselves in our mind? And here's what I want you to know, my friend. It impacts how you show up more than you even realize. There is a bouncer, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. I think it's the coolest thing, or maybe you've heard it elsewhere. There's a bouncer that lives up in your mind, and it's called the reticular activation system. Basically, it's this really fancy word that says that this bouncer lets in what you tell it to. So when you're complaining, when you're bitching, when everything's going wrong, what else do you think is going to come in there to support that? You're going to find more of what's wrong versus if you change the conversations that you're having with yourself. For instance, when I was bitching about those people having a conversation, when I was trying to do work, what if I pop the earbuds in, listen to a little bit of my nature music on Apple Music? I love it. You got to check it out, by the way. Like if you if you travel a lot for work or if you if you lead a busy lifestyle and you just need a little humasa moment, pop them earbuds in, pop a little Apple Music nature soundtrack and oh, you will feel like you are in the deep woods having a beautiful little humasa moment. Check it out. So I could have done that and then I could have thought to myself, you know, how great it is for these people to be re- reconnecting and having this beautiful conversation. Uh, a- another way to reframe the thought What about everyone that was bitching about the flight being an hour late to think, you know what? Thank goodness that they have done these safety checks, that we're figuring it out while we're on the ground. I'm an hour delayed. Why don't I take the hour? When was the last time I had ever had an hour to myself? Why don't I take that hour? Why don't I go for a little walk around the airport? Why don't I maybe grab that drink? Why don't I just take a moment in silence? Maybe why don't I break out that computer? Why don't I start the blog post that I've always wanted to do? And now we're back into my life alone. What a gift that that is. Because what you look for, you find. I, you've heard me talk about this before, and I find it to be so true. You don't live life. You live the life you focus on. And what's wrong is always available, as is what's right. And guess who's in control of that narrative? You are. You are. So I invite you, my friend, to join me on this seven-day no-complaint challenge. All it is is this. For the next seven days, I just want you to try not to complain. Try not to be complained. 
be aware of your thoughts. You find yourself start bitching about something, getting all hyped up in your mind over something. I want you to reframe it from a negative into what are you, what's the positive here? What is this teaching me? Try to change it from an expectation to appreciation. See how you show up. Be aware of your thoughts. And let's be intentional on rewiring our language from one that disempowers us to empowers us because you're in control of that, my friend. Seven days, I want you to notice how much shit you're complaining about. And when you find yourself bitching about something, I want you to rewire the language, the conversations that you're having to yourself and think about what's good in that situation. Here is what I have noticed as I've been more aware over the past five days, even just five days, when people ask me how I am, I am fine with answering it with, I'm good. The end. No but, no bitch. I'm good. I've also answered it with, I feel really blessed. Like I, I, I'm very grateful things are good. It's amazing how you show up through the rest of your day when you answer people's questions like that. And listen, you might not, you might be having a bad day. Shit might be going haywire, but I want you to be aware of what you're complaining about. And is it really that big of a deal? Reframe the language in your mind. And it's amazing how you will start to feel good. There will be no, but I've also noticed myself saying, we'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. Everything is figureoutable. Instead of the knee-jerk reaction of, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm drowning. I can't take on another thing. There's been sort of this, this, this calmness around me. For instance, there was this really cool thing that happened this week that I don't know. I don't know if I would have been aware of it if I wasn't in this air quote, no complain challenge. So Michael and we had family with us this this week. Michael and I are sitting out on the on the back deck having our coffee in the morning, talking about the day. And I said to him, hey, babe, I should be wrapped up with my calls around three o'clock. I can join you and our family then. And he looked at me and I could see that he was just hurt, hurt that I was choosing again to do work, take the calls. And I wasn't going to join my family until three o'clock. So I turned, I turned to him and I said, you know what? I'm going to clear my calendar today. I'm going to clear my calendar so I can be with you and our family and practice what I preach and really be intentional and be present, not just be here physically, but actually be present. So I did the thing that, guys, I can't tell you the last time I did this. I cleared my calendar. I changed the calls. I canceled the calls. And here's what I did. When I changed the calls, when I canceled the calls, I was honest. I didn't make up a whole fucking thing on why I couldn't take the call. I said, listen, I am practicing what I'm preaching. We have family in town. I hate that one of my knee-jerk reactions was I'm very busy this week. I'll try to be as present as I can and instead change it to I, I need to be present with my family and let's move this call to another time that works for both of us. It's amazing the response that I got. And here's the other thing. No clients canceled on me. Didn't lose any money. Uh, the world didn't come crashing down. I wasn't an epic failure because I moved things for those 24 hours. 
I found that the feedback from the my friends and clients that that I had calls with were thank you for that. Thank you for that. That's refreshing to see you are right where you need to be. Thank you, Meg, for that. Quite honestly, I wasn't ready for this call anyway. Thank you, Meg, for just being honest and real. And I tell you that, my friend, to tie back to what we kicked off with at the beginning, vulnerability. She seems glamorous and cool and fun, but it's uncomfortable. But here's what I want to know, tell you. The more you sit in it, the more beautiful it becomes. And you see people begin to put their own mask down. I ask you, my friend, join me over the next seven days. Let's see what's on the other end of this no complaint challenge. I ask you to please reach out to me on social media, um, on Instagram, Megan.B.Miller, LinkedIn, Megan Miller Intention. You can email me at Megan, M-E-G-A-N, at Megan, M-E-G-A-N, hyphen Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, Dot com, And let's see, stay engaged with me, stay connected. How are you feeling through this no complaint challenge? Are you like me? Are you bitching more than you ever thought you were? And how are you feeling as you as you rewire these conversations with yourself? I think this is a really cool experiment. I love doing it with you, my beautiful friend and beautiful tribe. Let's see what's on the other end of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here, be here. And most importantly, taking the first step and investing in yourself. I think that is so and cool, my friend. You just spent the last 20 minutes doing something for you. If you liked what you heard, if this spoke to you, please share this with three members of your tribe that would benefit from this content. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content especially when the message is around putting power back into your own life. If you feel inclined, please comment. Please rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.